Hello, family. <clears throat> hello, hello, hello. I am here. I am here. I hope some of y'all stayed, but I'm here. Praise the Lord. I'm so glad you're with me this morning. Sorry for yesterday. I was a little on the tire side. I still am. I've got to, um, I've got to, uh, we're, we're catching up on our rest. We are. We've just had a very busy two or three weeks here. But let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this day, Lord. I thank you for your word. Jesus, we thank you for your cross, Lord. We thank you for your sacrifice, Lord. We thank you that you loved us so much, that you died on the cross, Lord, that you your body was broken, that you shed your blood. Right now, we repent of our sins, Lord. We ask for your forgiveness, Lord. Just like it says in Psalms, Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit from me, Lord. Cast me not away from thy presence. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation, Lord. We thank you, God, and we just ask right now that you would just wash us, Lord. We ask for your forgiveness, Lord, the sins of omission, the sins of commission, Lord, those hidden places in, uh, in our in our life, in our heart that are covered up that we've forgotten or don't even know about, Lord. I ask that you would forgive us. We repent, Lord. We walk away from whatever direction we were going and walk towards you, Lord, and we run towards you. We chase after you, and we give you praise. And it says in his word that he took the bread and he broke it, and he thanked it, and he Thank, and he gave thanks and blessed it, said, this is my body broken for you, Lord. We thank you for your broken body. We do not deserve it, but we love you so much. Let us take the symbol of his broken body together. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And it says in the same way he took the cup and he blessed it. And he said, this is the blood of my new covenant. He says, and it is for the forgiveness of the sins of the whole world and to do this in remembrance of me. Lord, we thank you for your blood that was shed. There are no words that could say thank you enough. There's not enough in, in the entire world to substitute or to give homage or to repay what you've done for us, Jesus. We thank you. Let's take the symbol of his sacrifice together. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, folks, here we are, Mark 13. We're going to get started. <clears throat> and uh, I'm moving a little slower through the New Testament on purpose so I can give some time to, to uh, share. So we're going to move a little bit slower through the New Testament. All righty, so we're doing Mark 13. Here, here we are, amplified version always. Let's read the word together, things to come. As he was coming out of the temple grounds, one of his disciples said to him, Teacher, look what wonderful stones and what wonderful buildings. Jesus replied to him, You see these great buildings? He says, Not one stone will be left on another which will not be torn down. As he was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter and James and John, Peter and James and John and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will these things happen? What will be the sign when all these things are about to be fulfilled? <clears throat> Jesus began to say to them, Be careful and see to it that no one misleads you. Many will come in my name, misusing my name or claiming to be the Messiah, saying, I am here and <clears throat> sorry, I am he, and he will deceive and mislead many. When you hear of wars, rumors of wars, and do, do not be alarmed, frightened, or troubled. Listen to that, people. We have to remember this no matter what. No matter what we're hearing in the news, no matter what news slides side you watch, listen, it says, when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. Listen, frightened or troubled, these things must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes, which we are seeing right now. 
<coughs> there will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines, which we're seeing now. These things are the beginning of the birth pangs, the intolerable anguish and suffering. But be on your guard. They will turn you over to the courts. Listen to this. And you will be beaten in synagogues, and you will stand as accused before governors and kings for my sake as testimony to them. The gospel, that is the good news regarding the way of salvation, must first be preached to all the Gentile nations. When they take you and turn you over to your to the court, do not worry beforehand about what to say, but whatever is given to you by God in that hour, for it is not you who speak, but it is the Holy Spirit who will speak through you. Brother will betray brother and be put to death, and father will hand over his child, and children will rise up and take a stand against parents and give and have them put to death. You will be hated by everyone because of your association with my name, but the one who patiently perseveres, empowered by the Holy Spirit, and endures to the end, he will be saved. But when you see the abomination of desolation standing in the temple sanctuary, which we are waiting to see that, that's that's one thing that's that's part of the end, that's part of the very end. Where it ought not be, let the reader understand Then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains. Whoever is on the housetops must first go down. So you notice how they, he's talking to Jewish people here and how he differentiated when the Gentiles first all have to hear of me and then all of these things are going to happen. He's speaking to his own people. He's speaking to the Jews because Jesus was speaking to them. In Judea must flee to the mountain. Whoever is on the housetop must not go down to enter the house or go inside to take anything out of his house. Whoever is in the field must not turn back and to get his coat. And woe to those women who are pregnant, to those who are nursing babies in those days. Pray that it will not occur in winter. For at that time there will be such tribulation as not has occurred from the beginning of the creation which God made until now and never will be again. And if the Lord had not shortened the days, no, no human life would have been saved. Isn't that crazy how God had the foresight to realize that men men could not live long like they did in Noah's days, Methuselah, and all those all those men of old. They lived seven, six, eight, nine, uh, nine hundred years. But for the sake of the elect, whom He chose for Himself, He shortened the days. <coughs> that if anyone says to you, "Look, here is the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed," or "Look, there He is there," do not believe it. For false Christ and false prophets will arise and they will provide signs and wonders in order to deceive. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> if such a thing were possible and even the elect, those God has chosen for himself, but be on your guard. I have told you everything in advance, the return of Christ. But in those days, after the suffering and distress of what tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will be falling, will be falling from the sky and the powers that are in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the son of man coming in clouds and great power and glory in royal majesty and splendor. And then he will send out the angels and they will gather together his elect. Those he has chosen for himself from the four winds, from the farthest to the end of the farthest of the heavens. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts out its leaves, you recognize that summer is near. Even so, you too, when you see these things happen, know for certain that he is near. Right at the door, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, this generation, the people living when these signs and events begin, will not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth, as you know, will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But of the exact day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son in his humanity, but the Father alone. Be on guard and constantly alert and pray, for you do not know 
pardon me, when the appointed time will come. It is like a man who a man away on a journey. <coughs> when he when who when he left home put his servants in charge, each with his particular task, and also ordered the doorkeeper to be continually alert. Therefore, be continually on the alert, for you do not know when the master of the house is coming, whether in the evening or at midnight, or when the rooster crows, or in the morning. Stay alert in case he should come suddenly and unexpectedly to find you asleep and unprepared. What what I say to you. I say to everyone, be on the alert, stay awake, and continually cautious. Death plot and anointing in Bethany. It was now it was now two days before Passover and the festival of the unleavened bread, and the chief priests and the scribes were searching for a deceitful way to arrest Jesus and kill him. But they were saying, No, not during the festival, for the people might riot. While he was in Bethany, as a guest at the home of Simon the leper, and reclining at the table, a woman came with an alabaster vial of very costly and precious perfume of pure nard, and she broke the vial and poured the perfume over his head. But there were some who were indignantly remarking to one another, Why has this perfume been wasted? For this perfume might have been sold for more than 300 denarii, a laborer's wages for almost a year, and the money given to the poor. And they scolded her, but Jesus said, Let her alone. Why are you bothering her and causing her trouble? She has done a good and beautiful thing to me, for you always have the poor with you, and whenever you wish, you can do something good to them. But you will not always have me. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body beforehand before the, for the burial. I assure you and solemn, most solemnly say to you, wherever the good news regarding salvation is proclaimed throughout the world, that she has... What she has done will be told in memory of her. Do you believe, do you, I mean, listen, people, people have written songs, worship songs about her. Alabaster Box by multiple people. Let me tell you, this woman has been remembered through the millennia. Then Judas Iscariot, who was one of the 12 disciples, went to the chief priest and betrayed Jesus to them. When they heard this, they were delighted and promised to give him money. And he began looking for an opportune time to betray Jesus. The last Passover on the last day of the festival of the unleavened bread. When was it, when was, as was customary, they sacrificed the Passover lamb. His disciples asked him, where do you want us to go to prepare for you to eat the Passover? And he sent two of his disciples saying to them, go into the city and a man carrying a jar of water will meet, <coughs> will meet you, <coughs> follow him. And say to the owner, sorry, and say to the owner of the house, he enters. The teacher <coughs> asks, where is my guest room in which I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large upstairs room furnished and ready with carpets and dining couches. Prepare the, up, the supper for us there. The disciples went and left the city and found everything just as he had told them. And they prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he came with his 12 disciples. While they were reclining at the table, Jesus said, I assure you and most solemnly say to you that one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. They began to grieve, to be grieved and deeply distressed and to say to him one by one, surely not I. And he replied, this is one of the 12 disciples, one who is drip, who is dipping bread in the bowl with me for the son of man goes to the cross, just as it is written in scripture of him. But woe to the man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if he had not been born. The Lord's Supper, while they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and gave thanks, and he broke it. We just did this. And gave it to them and says, Take, eat, this is my body. And when he had taken a cup of wine and given thanks and gave it to them, and they all drank from it. Pardon me. And he said to them, This is the blood of the new covenant, my blood, which is being poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. 
I assure you and most solemnly say to you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it in the new kingdom of God. After they had sung a hymn and went out to the Mount of Olives, Jesus said to them, You will all fall away and be ashamed and afraid to be associated with me as disciples, because it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. But I have been, but after I have been raised from the dead, I will go ahead of you to Galilee. But Peter said to him, Even if they fall far even if they all fall away and desert you, ashamed and afraid of being associated with you, yet I will not do so. Jesus said to him, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, this very night before the rooster crows twice, you will deny that you even know me three times. But Peter kept saying insistently, if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And all the, and they were all saying the same thing as well, Jesus and Gethsemane. And when they went to the place called Gethsemane, and Jesus said to his disciples, sit down here and until I have prayed. He took Peter and James and John with him and he began to deep, be deeply distressed and troubled, extremely anguished at the prospect of what was to come. And he said to them, my soul is deeply grieved and overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Remain here and keep watch. After going a little farther, he fell on the ground, distressed by the weight of his spiritual burden and began to pray and that if it were possible in the Father's will, the hour of suffering and death of the sins of mankind might pass from him. People, he did not, he bore the sins of everyone past everyone present and everyone future. Can you imagine the weight? Only God could handle that kind of weight. He was saying, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Take this cup of judgment away from me, but not what I will, but what you will. We all have to submit to something. We all have to submit to the will of God or the will of Satan, but we have to submit our will. And he came back and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Were you, were you a, unable to keep watch for one hour, keep actively watching and praying so that you do not come into temptation? The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. He went away again and prayed, saying the same words. And again, he came back and found them sleeping because their eyes were very heavy and they did not know how to answer him. He came back a third time and said to them, are you still sleeping and resting? Enough of that. The hour has come. Look, the son of man is is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let us go. Look, my betrayer is near, betrayal and arrest. And at once, while he was still speaking, Judas Iscariot, one of the 12 disciples came up with him and with him, a crowd of men with swords and clubs who came from the chief priests and scribes and the elders and of the Sanhedrin. Now the betrayer had given them a signal saying, whomever I kiss, he is the one. Seize him and he lead him away safely under guard. When Judas came immediately, he went up to Jesus and said, Rabbi, Master, and he kissed him forcefully and laid hands on him, and they, and they laid hands on him and seized him. But one of the bystanders, Simon Peter, drew his sword and struck Malchus, the slave of the high priest, and cut off his ear. And Jesus said to them, Have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as would against a robber? Day after day I was with you teaching in the courts and porches of the temple, and you did not seize me. But this is happening so that you, so that the scriptures would be fulfilled. Listen, he is just literally quoting the word to them, right and left. Then all of the disciples abandoned him and fled. The young, a young man was following him wearing only a linen sheet over his naked body, and some men seized him. And pulling free from the linen sheet, he escaped from them naked. Before Jesus, his accusers, they led Jesus away to the high priest, and all the chief priests and the elders and the scribes, Sanhedrin, Jewish high court, <coughs> sorry, gathered together. 
Peter had followed him at a distance right into the court of the high priest and was sitting with the officers and guards and servants and warming himself at the fire. Now the chief priest and the entire council, Sanhedrin High Court, were trying to obtain testimony against Jesus, which they could use to have him condemned and executed, but they were find, not finding any, for many people were giving false testimony against him, but their testimonies were not consistent. Some stood up and began to give false testimony against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy the temple sanctuary that was made with hands, and in three days I will build another made up without hands. Come on, people. I have been teaching this. I have been saying this. And I I, I, I learned it from a, a Bible study that was happening in Jerusalem. That that's what Jesus meant when he says, in three days, I will destroy this temple. But if I would, this temple will be destroyed. But in three days, I will build it again. He's talking about us, the church. And it's a temple that cannot be destroyed. My God, today, not even in this aspect, respect was their testimony consistent. The chief, the high priest stood up and came forward and asked Jesus, have you no answer to give in response to what these men are testifying against you? But Jesus kept silent and they gave no answer at all. Again, the high priest was questioning him and saying to him, are you the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed, the son of the blessed one? Jesus said, I am. <clears throat> and you will all see the son of man seated with authority at the right hand of power of the father and coming with the clouds of heaven. Then tearing his robe to express his indignation. They're so, oh my gosh. Religious people are, are just so, oh, I can't even say it. I'm not even going to say it. The high priest said, what further do we need to have of witnesses? You have heard him the blasphemy that is his claim to be the son of God. What is your decision? And they all condemned him to be guilty and deserving of death. And some began to spit on him and blind to blindfold him and beat him with their fists and say to him, prophesy by telling us who hit you. Then the officers took custody of him and struck him in the face. No faith, no faith, no faith, no faith. Peter's denials while Peter was down before him. That's why, you know what? We need to start walking in the spirit, walking in word and walking in faith every single day. We've got Jesus. Jesus, I'm gonna pray that over you all every day. While Peter was, was down below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came. And when she saw Peter warming himself, she looked intently at him and said, you were with Jesus the Nazarene too, but he denied it saying, I neither know nor understand what you are talking about. Then he went out of the courtyard to the porch. And a rooster crowed. The servant girl saw him and began once more to tell the bystanders, this man is one of them. But again, he denied it. After a little while, the bystanders again said to Peter, you are in fact one of them, for it is clear from your accent that you are Galilean too. <laughs> but he began to invoke a curse on himself. Dear God, and to swear an oath, I do not know this man. You are talking about immediately a rooster crowed the second time. And Peter remembered what Jesus said to him before a rooster crows twice. You will deny me three times. And thinking of this, he began weeping in anguish. I'm going to stop right there. Dear Lord, my God, people, we've got to hold on to his word. We've got to hold on to the spirit. And we've got to walk in faith, people. Let's pray. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you, Lord, <clears throat> for those that are joining me this morning, whether it's one or whether it's a hundred. Lord, I pray now that we would just begin to all every day in our minds realize and know, God, that we are walking 
in your word. We are walking in the spirit and we must walk by faith. Lord, now we just ask that we, Lord, we put on the belt of truth or the breastplate of righteousness. We shot our feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We put on the helmet of salvation. We take our shield of faith and we take the sword of the spirit, which is your word and your spirit. Lord, right now, we thank you. Lord, bless us. Lord, we ask that you would bless everything that we go to do today. Lord, let us walk in your word. Let us walk in your spirit and let us walk in faith today and every day in the mighty name of Jesus. <clears throat> Amen. Listen, y'all, I neglected to send text out post the 100 verses for this week. I only spoke of it in the, in the full 180. So we will continue with the scriptures. I will post them um, today, but we will learn those through next week. We will just skip a week and we'll learn the scriptures that I had mentioned here, but I will post them today and we will take till next week to learn them. So I am so sorry about that. Please forgive me. I will see those of you from the river on Sunday morning. Come ready, come ready with a heart filled of praise and worship and ready to pray, ready to seek the face of God, ready to press into his presence. Come with a vessel full and vessels to spare. <clears throat> Listen, people, we are contending for revival. You know what? I, I'm going to say it now. I'm going to open up, and you'll see it on social media. I'm going to call a special prayer meeting tomorrow on Saturday for one hour. And I know we normally do our, our prayer on on the first Saturday of the month, but I don't think I'm supposed to wait. We're going to do one the first Saturday next week, next Saturday. But I'm going to do a, a, an hour of prayer tomorrow for people. I feel like we need it. I feel like it's necessary. Those who want to come and pray, come and pray. But I will announce it today on social media. The Holy Spirit is literally just, I'm getting punched in the face with it. I thought about it earlier in the middle of the night, thought about it earlier this morning, but I feel like we got to get in the sanctuary and pray again. So those that want to join who can, who are by the church, we will pray tomorrow, but the information will be on social media later today. I love you, and I'll see some of you tomorrow. I'll see the rest of you on Wednesday, and I'll see those of you who aren't in Tucson or don't come to our church on Monday for the full 180. I love you guys.